In the last episode, I talked about the fact that my daughter is starting fifth grade at a new school where no one knows she's transgender. I told you that I'm struggling with how to advise her. Should she tell people or not? I talked with my daughter about the choice in front of her, and she laid out three options. So there's like total out there, total stealth in the middle. It seemed like she had already decided. I would choose in the middle. To just tell her closest friends. Only tell people you really know you can trust with this secret. And maybe she's right. Maybe that will work. But all the options worry me. I mean, like there's kind of upsides and downsides, I would think, to each one. Yeah, there is. All of them seem fraught with potential pitfalls and dangers. So I asked you to tell me what you think about how I should advise my daughter. And you did. Dear Marlo. Hi, Marlo. Hi, Marlo Mac. And I'm so grateful. Hi, Marlo Mac and Minnie Mac. So now you get to hear from you. Your daughter sounds so much like mine. And from other wise listeners like you. Hi, Marlo. Hello, Marlo. Oh, Mama Bear. Thank you so very much. Let's start with the top. Okay. The one where everyone knows. Everyone knows. When I first started to transition, I just really wanted to share what I was feeling with someone else to let them know I am so happy um, and this is why. So I told a friend at work and, and it felt great. And I've had a couple people who look at me and just kind of know, and I call that feeling gender euphoria when someone sees you. I knew when I was about three, three and a half years old uh, that I was female. But I also knew that it wasn't going to be okay to tell people. I didn't know, I didn't have any other examples of anybody else like me. I kept myself to myself for the next 25 years. And I still am dealing with the consequences of that. And now, uh, 30 years after my transition, when people are close to me, I want to be able to talk about all facts of my life, all, all facets of my life. People talk about their children and their marriages, their relationships. And if I leave out that central fact of my life, my life story doesn't really make sense. It's not coherent. and. It makes it very difficult for me to have those conversations with people, to have them honestly, to feel like I'm really in a two-part exchange. Otherwise, I just sort of sit there mute while people talk about what's important to them, talk about their life. It's like a very heavy burden and you want to break down because it's too much not being able to share this thing of who you are. I wish I had been out at school. Even though I wasn't out or aware of non-binary genders to know I was trans back then, I was bullied anyway though, because they could sense something was different about me. Our daughter is four and a half now, and she fully transitioned to living as her real self late this winter, but I guess My input would be my gut feeling and my heart is really to be very open. Just because I I think secrets are dangerous. I think that when you have a secret, 
it festers and you're always worried about it and you're always looking over your shoulder and wondering who knows. I know with our trans daughter who's chosen to go completely stealth, it is hard to keep that part of you wrapped up inside. It is hard for me to watch her go through life knowing that she's got this really important fact about her locked up inside. I started transitioning when I was 25. I did have a thought that I might, you know, talk about it less and less and then hopefully eventually everybody would forget that I was trans and then I could just be, just be invisible again. But I have made the decision recently to be especially public about things because it would help other trans people and it would make people understand what it's like to be trans or the fact that trans people exist. But I'm 27, I'm not 10. Now my kids are not gay or trans, but they're humans and they've had struggles because we all are human and we all have struggles. In my experience raising kids, and I've had a little bit more practice than you, I feel with every cell in my body that secrets never work out well. And yes, I think that they're toxic. Your daughter is who she is. She needs to be celebrated and she needs to live her authentic life. And you know what? Some people are gonna accept her and some people aren't. And you can't protect her from the people who aren't going to accept her. And I guess I also just have the feeling that I need to know where people stand. I couldn't really become friends with someone if I didn't know whether or not they would support my child being trans. And I, I would rather put my cards on the table and see theirs and know and then move forward one way or the other. It's really hard and it's gonna be hard no matter what. But I say, go for it. That would be a bold move. Personally, I wouldn't do that. But another option would just to be, keep it complete stealth, not telling anyone the entire year. I think three or four years ago, what I have to say here may have been completely different than how we need to consider these issues right now in these crazy times. The thing about it is, is that safety's got to be the number one priority. So while it may be uncomfortable and not much fun to keep that part of you locked up inside, it is probably the safest thing to do. I have experienced some awful consequences from it being known that I was trans. I've had bricks thrown through the window. I've had lit fireworks put through the letterbox in my front door. So there are consequences to being open. And I later found out that this individual had told everyone that I used to work with. And I was absolutely crushed and I told my manager I need to go home for the day. And I went home and I cried and cried. And I just, I cried for like three days straight. 
When you're queer, it can feel as if you have to pick between being your authentic self with the happiness that brings, and between having an easy life that's safe and invites no hostility. I'm a transgender woman, I'm 26, and I also run a support group for LGBT youth. But trust me when I say that letting everybody know at a high school is not a good idea. High school kids are extremely, extremely hurtful when they want to be. I feel really stuck in this because I feel like I feel like this is our truth as our family, that we have a transgender child and I, I want to shout it from the rooftops how proud I am of her and I want to be visible and I want to do more advocacy, but there's a lot of hate out there, so it doesn't feel safe. We may get closer to a place in society where being out and open about all this stuff is acceptable in a wider swath of the United States, but we are not there yet. It seems like it's upside down when I hear that your daughter is going to decide, you know, when she's supposed to tell people who she's going to tell. I don't think it's her place to tell anybody anything. It's private. We're dealing with someone's private medical history. I transitioned when I was in my mid-twenties, 44 years ago. And most of my life, most all of my life, I am trying to save the people around me from themselves. The minute I tell them, they can't handle it. I try to protect them from themselves by not telling them. I have a transgender nine-year-old girl in the third grade. She um, actually transitioned at this school in the second grade, but from that point on, she definitely did not want to go forth and tell people she was transgender. She kind of just wanted it to just be like, okay, I'm a girl today and let's just move forward. So we don't tell anybody, basically. New friends, she doesn't want them to know. She just wants to be a girl. She just wants to live every day without really talking about it. When you label yourself, when you out yourself to just everyone, that's all you are. You're not just a normal girl. You're not the nerd. You're the transgender kid. And while some people can roll with that, not everybody needs that or wants that. We all just want to live our lives, you know. You don't necessarily want to have to reveal your identity and be an activist about it. Now. Option. I feel like we should move on to option middle. Yes. Tell the people you trust, but not everyone and not no one. Okay. I prefer to tell people I trust because I don't want to tell the whole world. I give it time because I've, you know, we've all had people that have let us down. I don't deny it if it comes up in conversation, but I generally keep it amongst friends. 
I would suggest the middle option. Tell those who really matter, but not everyone needs to know. Because your daughter needs to have that basis of I am a girl first, and I am trans and different later. It seems a little bit unrealistic to expect nine and ten-year-olds to be able to keep that kind of a secret. I think about my children and secrets about little things like gifts and, and so on, you know, birthday surprises, and I just am not sure that even the best kid at that, that age is really capable of keeping a secret. Even adults that I work with are very bad at keeping secrets. They expressed how, oh, they just couldn't hold it in anymore, and they just wanted to tell someone, and then that told someone else, and someone else, and someone else, and then they, then they told me a whole list of people they had told. I mean, it was the talk of the town. One of her supposed really good friends said to a bunch of kids that she was actually a boy. If you expect children to be able to keep a secret like that and you have the mindset that if they don't keep that secret they've betrayed you and they're bad people, um, I think that might be unrealistic. We can't ensure that the other children aren't going to tell at some point. I would have absolutely no problem with my children being friends with your daughter, any of them. However, I worry and I was angry at first of how dare she f expect these children to keep a secret like this. But I get it. I, I now, I mean, I don't, I don't get it, but I respect it and I don't understand it. But I also feel like your daughter has the right to her privacy. And I took two days off after that. And I just, I cried for like three days straight. Then finally, my wife said something to me. She, she said very simply, own this. You need to own this. Don't let it destroy you. Don't let this stuff stop you. Own it. It's your story. You know, we're both trans at the end of the day. We always will be, no matter what. That's not a bad thing. It's, it's you know, it's a good thing. It's just our thing. We, my daughter has just begun her journey. And I feel like this is just a piece of her. It's not her whole her. And to me, it makes her special. And suddenly I realized, you know what, you're right, it is my story. And if it's going to be told, it's going to be told by me, with my perspective. I'm not going to allow someone else to tell my story for me. I feel like it's a very big decision to let a five-year-old take on. But going forward, when we look back at it, I'm hoping that I can say that we let you guide us. This is your story and it is who you are, and I didn't want to write it for you. And I told everyone, hey, this is what I'm going through. Um, I just want everyone to know. I guess we'll see if I'm right or wrong.
I, I made a decision that I'm only going to lead with my heart, with love and honesty. And so far I have not gone wrong. I know your daughter is gonna be just fine. She is strong and you are strong and you've always dealt with what has come your way. And you know what? You're gonna keep dealing with what comes your way. So keep it up. You're doing a great job, Mama. Oh, my love, Malo. Anyway, good luck with everything. And I definitely think about you guys. And I, I wonder when you haven't posted in a while if everything's going okay. So thank you so much. Sending you happy vibes across the oceans. And I hope you both have a wonderful day. Love to you both. Bye for now. Anyway, all the best. Thank you. If you didn't hear your own feedback in this episode, that's because I couldn't include everything as much as I wanted to. But please know that I listened to every voice memo and read every email two or three times and more because they are so helpful and they are all with me and part of me now. I'm Marlo Mack, and this is How to Be a Girl. The wonderful music in this episode is by Pottington Bear, St. Paul Devance, and Message to Bears. My talented editor is Whitney Henry Lester. More episodes are coming soon. Thanks for your patience with me. Until next time... Take good care, especially now, when the news is so bad and so scary. Please hang in there. We are, and we are in this with you. And we are not giving up, and we are not going away, no matter what they say. Is there anything you're afraid of? No. So anything difficult that might come up, you feel like you can handle it? Yes. I believe you.